Welcome to The Wonderful World of Wine, exploring all things wine with you. We are your hosts, Kim Simone and Mark Lindsay, and you can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Hello to our listeners and welcome to the wonderful world of wine. Every week, Mark and I join you to bring you current trending topics in the wine world and also interviews with some up and coming wine folks and some interesting things that have hit the market. How are you this week, Mark? Everything's great, Kim. It's Good. summertime, finally. Summertime, yes. We love summertime, summer wines and all the things that go along with it. And this like- week we have a special guest with us, Jeff Gillis, who is the founder and CEO of Wine. Wine Likes, a brand new wine app that we are very excited to talk to him about today. How are you, Jeff? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. And you're joining us from California, correct? Yes, I am in Los Angeles, California, where it hasn't hit summer yet. So I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, we have what's called June gloom. <laughs> <laughs> mm. New England has been very weird this year as far as yes. springing, moving in, moving into summer. So, so we get it. I'm still drinking red wine instead of uh, uh. on the porch white wines or rosé. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I need to uh, get myself back into wine as I've been uh, studying for a beer certification. So it's been beer, beer, beer for me all the time. And now I uh, oh, I need to fine. break out my uh, my summer rosés and my summer whites. Yeah, I'm excited this summer. I signed up to be uh, learn, get a certified sherry specialist. So that is on my agenda for late summer. Oh, excellent. Very cool. Yes. So tell us about Wine Likes. What is your project all about? First of all, my background is I used to be prior to being a SOM. I'm a WSET2, and I have a lot of uh, some friends. I used to be in food and beverage, and I used to uh, be a wine buyer and food, be a food and beverage director. And some of my SOM friends and I, you know, during COVID and everything, we were all online chatting about wine, and we realized some of these wine apps, you already know what you want to drink or you go there to buy wine that you already are holding in your hand and snapping a picture. But what if you're still trying to discover wine? And I started my uh, food and beverage career at age 24, not even having a sample of red wine. And I never had red wine. And now I drink almost all red wine and never do white wine. So there must be an app or there has to be someplace where it really introduces you to wine and can really teach you about wine. And none of the uh, wine apps currently on the market I feel have an educational purpose, a more of, hey, you're a wine novice, where do I go? And basically, when you talk to your friends, just like you're meeting people, that's the best way to meet people. Why can't you talk to your friends about wine? And if you use any social media sites, you can hardly see your friends now. It's all ads or it's all AI of who you should follow and algorithms. And it's like, why can't we create an app that is all about wine and enjoying wine and how you can go about your wine journey? So we like to say if social media and a wine app had a baby, it would be wine likes. It's a long version. Sorry. I apologize (laughs) for uh, talking a lot. (laughs) No, it's so hard to sum up technology like this. uh, I'm a huge geek for technology. And every time I see a new app is out there, I get so excited to discover it and find out what it's all about. And Kim and I have always talked about different types of uh, technology on the show. I'm just curious. I saw something that said there's like 200 million users of 
of wine apps out there. And you were starting to say how your app, Wine Likes, is different than others. And you're focusing on education and be able to follow people, correct, on the app? Is that yeah, like I, the two I think, big things? So where you say that, I and you use the word technology, you're talking to someone who, yes, uses technology and uses social media. But we have um, in our offices, we have four people and we are Two of us are Psalms, and out of the four of us, none of us are tech people. We are wine enthusiasts. And I think, A, that's a huge difference where you look at all of these wine apps or social media. It's all driven by tech, and we want to be driven by a community of wine or people who enjoy wine. That is a big difference, and where there's so many users on these wine apps through and on social media, but are they really talking to each other? What we found is they're just there to buy wine. And we really want to encourage figuring out your wine journey, but really more or less getting the wineries involved. And where my food and beverage background is, you see on these wine apps, you usually go out to dinner or have dinner at home enjoying wine. And lots of food and beverage places aren't representative on these wine apps or a social meet component. Let's go through the process a little bit, Jeff. I post mm -hmm. a wine. I would Correct. think something uh, I would tell my friends, hey, get on wine likes. I'm going to start posting my wines. Let's everybody share what we're drinking. We follow each other and then we see what everybody in, within our circle is drinking. So how do people find one another on your app? Is it like all of the social media? They Yeah, it's all like yeah, you create an account. So there's four things right when you get on the app you can do. You can create a, an account and you can take what we call our wine palette wizard. So that's asking some fun questions. Do you like spicy foods? What kind of chocolate do you like? What beverages are you drinking besides wine? If you had a cheese board, what do you, what do you pick? And that's where that's about as much technology as we have with algorithms trying to figure out what wine you might like. Um, the other features are you can go straight to our food and wine pairing. So say you're cooking at home and you're like, I'm cooking salmon. What is suggested that I pair with this? And what I love about that feature is that's if you, Mark, are cooking at home and then Kim, you're cooking at home too. And you posted, hey, I'm cooking salmon and this is the wine I'm drinking. So it's not an algorithm or a bot telling you, okay, go buy XYZ Chardonnay with your salmon. It is actually you as a user saying, this is what I cooked and I found this wine to go great with the fish. And then you can also take quizzes. These are fun wine trivia to expand your knowledge and just learn more about wine. And then the biggest feature is you can go straight to the what we call an Instagram style feed where you can post on your wall. So there you can see your friends, find your friends, follow each other, follow other people. And you can even say, hey, if Mark's drinking this Chardonnay and Kim's like, oh, I've never heard of that, you can mark that post and put it in what we call your wine cellar. And so you can then go, you know, when you go to the market or your favorite wine store, and um, you can go on your app and look through your wine cellar and go, okay, I want to purchase that or I would like to try that because my friend did. So it does have those different components where... Part of it is like Instagram, where you've got like all the pictures Correct. of the labels. And then the other part is the educational part of it. And then this, yeah, I think that this conversational part of it can be an untapped resource for people because right. we really don't have too much out there. And I know I look around all the time for apps that are focused on sharing information about restaurants and food and those kinds of things. And yeah, there hasn't really been anything like that out there. No, and that's what we, we're adding another feature. So 
when you go into food, the food and wine pairing feature, it's basically a bunch of food items. So am I cooking seafood or am I craving seafood? Am I craving steak? What's going to start next month is a chef or a restaurant can put their menu up or their recipes up and then um, they can be featured. So really, like I said, it is to get those restaurants involved and get those uh, chefs involved. It's a wine journey and it's sad that I think, you know, you go purchase wine still for it's not an everyday experience with most people. They feel like it's a special occasion. So we're trying to break that foundation and break that mold where wine should be an everyday thing and can enjoy wine on its own or with all of these other components, like, you know, the famous now the cheese boards or even the butter boards or, or dessert board. We feel like we want to incorporate that. And that's what our app does. And I did put myself on as a business, you have the option of doing as a wine enthusiast or putting your business on right now, correct, Jeff? That is correct. So obviously, we are going to monetize the app and that will be monetized by the way other social media apps are where businesses can promote themselves. There is a couple of differences with our app. One thing is, and we really want to get the wineries involved, is this is a direct way for them to talk to consumers. You know, um, when you start a profile, you can say, I like Pinot Noir or I like Cabernet. So for businesses, especially wine businesses, when they do an ad on other social media, you don't know if it's a bot or who you're reaching out to. You can do a targeted ad and say, I have 15 cases left of my 2018 Pinot Noir. I just want to do an ad specifically targeting Pinot Noir drinkers. So you can place an ad that way through our app. And the other feature we do for businesses, because we understand, yes, you have a customer and and I know you have a business too, but Wine Club uh, members are so more important than just customers. And how do you get new Wine Club members? So you can direct message our users. So say as a business, you can go, hey, this is XYZ Winery. Wine Likes gives you the list of users who love Pinot Noir. You can reach out and say, please go to xyzwinery.com and upon checkout, put Wine Likes 15% and get 15% off. So you're really targeting those people who you know drink wine and what kinds of wine. So what was the, when you were thinking the idea was it tailored more originally for enthusiasts or were you thinking down the line, let's start with enthusiasts, but there's really a good business component built in here for wineries, et cetera. Uh, uh, initially, was it looking like and that? Honestly, initially, it was supposed to be a dating app. Wow. Where with, you With wine? Like, with wine? With <laughs> wine. Like basically, hey, Mark, you like Cabernet. Kim likes Cabernet. Meet up at this local bar, you know, and wow. share a glass wow. of wine. Um, well, you really we, pivoted on that one, didn't you? <laughs> we did. We, we started what's called... So we've been, by the way, this started about almost... This started two and a half years ago. We started conceptualizing in February 2021. So our initial what's called wireframes where you you know put down what you want the app to look like. It was very dark and very romantic and very sexy. And we're like, this isn't going to work long term. And then we started reading the articles, you know, how are young people aren't drinking wine? So how do you get the wine novices? And then you're getting the point where back then where you got all of your wine delivered, there are so many options. And how do you really know what wines you like? And that's then it formed into wine likes what it is today. And we'll always probably keep forming or keep adding fun features. But really, it's how do you get 
the wine novice into wine and how do you get them going to become a wine enthusiast and how do you get those wine enthusiasts to really share their passion and their knowledge about wine? That's so interesting. And you mentioned young people are not the trend. We all, we're all seeing it. We talked about it many times as young people are not drinking wine right now. But I noticed correct. your target audience is actually 25 to 45 year olds, correct? It is correct. And so that's why we have that palate wizard. That's why we have those where I say quizzes or fun trivia quizzes to get them involved. And what's a fun thing is on the app, if you see, you can see how many points you have and your other users can see how many points you have. So you can go in and take a quiz and say, Mark, you take a quiz and then you can challenge Kim. Hey, try to take this quiz. I only got 73%. See if you can do better. And what we think is really fun is you as a user can submit quiz questions. So you can submit a quiz on your own to all of the users as well. Oh so no, another really thing that Mark's going to send me quizzes because Mark sends uh-huh. me wine quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I say quizzes, but I mean, some are, it will say some are trivia, some are fun, like, you know, pop culture, wines and TV and wines and movies. Uh-huh. And but some are W set hard questions and other things like that. But um, that's how we hope to get the younger people involved. But also, I keep mentioning wine journey and as much as the app and like every other app, wine app has just bottle shots. But, you know, wine travel is becoming so popular now. Wine cocktails are trying to expand. So just everything wine, basically, we want to be. I'm glad you mentioned the wine bottle shot thing, because that seems to be where people start when they get enthusiastic about a wine and want to share it bottle shot after bottle shop. And that next step, the conversation, it's nice that you thought about that. I feel like ahead of time as you were putting together the app and building in different usability than just post a picture of the bottle of wine that you drank. Most definitely. And that's why we say wine journey, like you know, use this to discover new wines, discover new wineries. Other social media apps are so addicting and we don't want to be addicting. We want to be your, help you be your guide. And then, yeah, get off the app and go out and taste some wine, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah. The real world usability of the things that you're learning and that you're doing on it. Jeff, do you find that your age group that you're targeting is drawn into wine because of the use of the technology? I think they're drawn into wine and that's why we just added video feature last week we added what we call 30 second sips and we just found like 30 seconds isn't is uh too short so we're actually this week we're increasing to one minute so we feel like everyone especially the wine novices or the younger people how can they be influencers and so that's how we're trying to capture them and we're like hey become a wine influencer or already be a wine influencer. And part of our social media program, I should say, or on the app is that influencers will get some of the revenue dollars in the end. Unlike the bigger social media apps where they're just posting to try to get followers, but there's nothing in it for them. You're listening to The Wonderful World of Wine, and we are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. Our program is supported by Franklin Public Radio. Today, we have a very special guest, Jeff Gillis of winelikes.com. For more information about Kim, you can find her on commonwealthwineschool.com. For more information about myself, you can go to franklinlickers.com. You can find our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes, and we're always on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. We're back and we're talking with Jeff Gillis, CEO and founder of Wine Likes. 
can find him on winelikes.com and download his app. Jeff, it's uh, always interesting talking technology. You mentioned the age groups. You mentioned influences. And I think Kim was hitting on it a little bit a while ago. We see all these posts, these influences, someone on a beach, they're holding this bottle and they expect you to buy it, but they're not really telling you anything about the wine. So I'm liking what Kim was saying, the interaction, I can tell, hey, get these influences on something like your app and tell me something about the wine. I think that's a really good thing for wine and technology use. Right. And what's also fun on our app, so when you sign up, if you're a SOM at any level, um, you can submit your paperwork or your degree. Uh, you show us a picture, a PDF of your degree, and then we'll verify you. So if you're on the app and you notice some users have these uh, purple grapes next to them, that means they are a certified sommelier. And what we like to say is, at least you know who you're talking to. Some of the other wine apps, everyone's posting reviews and what they're thinking, and but you don't know who's on the other side. And we Hope this makes, you know, breaks that wall down and makes it more of a friendly conversation. Like, wow, I'm actually talking to someone who I know has studied wine or who knows about wine. Do you do that for all the certification agencies or just the court? Uh, for all of them. Okay. So, yeah. Good to know. Because I have everything yeah. but the court. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. At least it feels like it these, these days. <laughs> so I was going to ask you about, we, Mark and I talk a lot about how so much about wine and wine buying in the United States is hyper-local because things have to happen on the state level as far as distribution. And some states don't allow you to purchase from, say, retailers in another state. Massachusetts is one of those states. Did you give any thought to the idea of just posting kind of, you know, everybody can post whatever it is that they have tasted, but the difficulty of availability for people to get those wines dependent on where they are located in the U.S.? To be honest, no, we have not. Okay. Because you're Uh, you're less about getting people to buy things and more about... So, and I think that's what makes, yeah, that's what makes us a big difference is we're not another wine app pushing you algorithms to buy XYZ wine. Mm-hmm. We have nothing to do. We're not wine distributors or in that space. We are simply want to be a social media app for wine lovers. And a winery can then find out, okay, I'll place an ad. I'm a California winery and say we have 20 million users. I know 10 million users are from California. I will just target those, you know, from California or from those states I ship. can definitely find users locally and say, okay, now I know this guy is, you know, shopping at Franklin Liquors. And so I'm in Massachusetts too, and I can get that bottle. Well, that's a nice bit of transparency that like that your whole platform is about, we're not here to sell you wine. We're here to increase the education and find you things that you like, but not necessarily get behind pushing a particular brand. So we go, you know, Mark and I go back and forth about this all the time with publications and what is really an ad and what is, what isn't. Right. And, and it's hard, you know, depending on where you're located, if you see something that looks really intriguing in say a national publication or an online something, and then you can't get your hands on it. It's very frustrating for consumers. It is, it is. And that's where I'm going to go back to that wine journey word is, you know, there are so many, and I just read about, you know, Colorado is now making wine. And so where, if you're local, 
and don't know about what wines are in your backyard or where to go. And even if you're traveling somewhere, oh, now I can go check out some wineries and I want to try this wine. And uh, what's fun is we just added on our app, there's a section for wine tastings and wine events. And what I always tell people is you don't have to spend money tasting wine. I don't know about you guys, but there's local markets in California and Los Angeles that do free wine sampling on the weekends, free bottles, or there's wine shops that just charge $20 to sample wines. And I, I don't think their reach is getting out there. And so we're adding that to the wine app so people can really find where to taste wines and that wines don't have to, I think where we're talking about getting a younger generation involved, you know, wines don't have to break the bank. There are plenty of options there and in every single budget to enjoy wine. Jeff, you mentioned you extended the video length, you added the tastings option. One of mm -hmm. my questions to you is going to be, how do you stay up to date on not only the wine trends, but you have to stay up to date on technology trends. So are you seeing like there was a need for people like the video, we just put it in, but it needs to be longer. I mean, you're adapting really quick, it sounds like, to trends that are going on. Um, yeah, so... Uh in my inbox, I probably read every single wine newsletter there is. And then I have all tech newsletters. And, you know, it's really easy to follow what we call the big four social apps are doing YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. It's part of Facebook and how they're changing or not changing. Um, and like I said, one of the reasons why we wanted this app is I can't see what my friends are drinking anymore. You know, I'm getting bombarded by ads and bombarded by follow these people, follow these people. And I'm like, I just want to see Mark down the street. What's he drinking tonight? I didn't see any way to export the wine likes into any of the big social media. Are you separated where you can't export anything out? In terms of sharing like it when you do it. Like, like sharing it to um, Facebook or something? We are um, working on that. So Give us a few more months. <laughs> it's on our list of features of what we want to do, especially to stay competitive because uh, where you said, you know, we're adding all these things and we mm -hmm. have to pay attention to technology because again, to be reputable, we do have to stay competitive. And how do you, when you take a photo and on the bottom, it says share with Instagram, share with Facebook. We want it to share with wine likes. So we are working on that as well. Nice. Yeah, it sounds like you went through a lot of thought and research and development for getting this out there, and then it went live, and then suddenly there's all of this other new stuff that <laughs> you kind of want to do to add to it. Um, yeah, I, and, I love the uh, idea of finding a local tasting, whether it's at a wine shop or whether it's like a wine school like myself. Like, I think that could be really useful for people. What have you done as far as trying to get the access, not accessibility, but like, how have you tried to get wine drinkers to know that your app even exists besides um, going on podcasts like ours? Sure. Um, we have not. Um, so there's something called, you know, we, we talk about tech. There's a, there's beta. So we mm -hmm. built this app and then we were ready by February of this year. And then we're like, all right, now we're going to test it in beta, which means we're going to give it to some users mm -hmm. to play around with it. Um, we found that it was very hard to do beta testing for a few reasons, and that's nothing on our app. But when you work with Apple, if you're 
beta tester. You first have to sign on to a different app through Apple. You have to sign a few documents, you know, online. And then once we get that notification, then we have to sign a few to um, verify you. And it was a very tedious process and um, we couldn't get enough users. So we're like, you know what, let's launch with the main feature, which was posting on the wall the quiz, the food pairing, um, the wine palette, and start introducing more features. Like I said, we just introduced video. So even though we're live and anyone can download worldwide in both the Google and Apple store, we consider this period still beta because we want to put our best foot forward for not only the wine customers or wine novices, wine enthusiasts, but also for businesses as well. So we're target date that starting in July, and then August, we'll really start advertising and marketing the app. I'm sure you can tell we still do have a few bugs to work out. And I saw just recently you were at some sort of wine trade show out there in California. How does that work out? What was the reception at a show right. like that? Um, it was great. Yeah. So we started this to do some marketing that way too, with going to trade shows and just getting the name out and getting some users to download the app and use the app. Uh, it went wonderful. It was a local wine festival about local wineries in basically Los Angeles's backyard like Santa Barbara, Paso. And so the reception has been great that people tend to go to different apps and for wine, like they use social media and see who's posting about what on possibly Instagram, but and then they go to uh, wine.com or a Vivino to purchase the wine or look at ratings. And I'm like, yeah, but you now can have it all in one place. So the reception from business owners to just users has been very well. I think what a lot of people like about wine apps, the one I use a lot is Cellar Tracker to kind of gauge where my wines are that I have in my house and when I should drink them and, and, you know, that kind of thing. Are you going to have something like... I hesitate to say a database, but something where you can type in the, a particular wine into the app and see if people have made comments about it, or does that work with your search function? You can, That does work with our search function. Cool. So you can see all the rating. And trust me, I'm there with you, or my hardest thing is when should you decant wine or when <laughs> should you really decant a wine? But not for fun. If we're not, yeah. for, hey, I'm having yeah. a dinner party and I'm decanting a 2021 one and probably don't obviously you don't have to do that but that's my you know first world problems right when to decant my wine it is (laughs) no but it is uh, you know and that's what we're like way i say we're trying to just break down all of the wine and even when you go on these uh wine apps where you said even cellar tracker you get people posting in these hearty hearty you know reviews about the wine and it's like i just want to enjoy the wine i just want to know like you said earlier okay just tell me what you really feel should i get this wine and so we limited when you post about a wine you only have 250 characters to type about that wine so instead of writing this long lengthy wine review that probably the majority of users won't be reading just tell us why you love this wine Mm-hmm. How does it speak to you? Because, you know, there's always a story behind wine when it's on your palate, I feel. So if our listeners decide that they want to download your app and and kind of be part of this, not really beta testing group, but, you know, kind of beta testing, right. if they have feedback, what should they do? Should they reach out to you, to somebody in particular? Should they go to your website? Yeah, no, definitely. So with it's funny you say that because I was with uh, one of our 
partners when we did the wine show and he was saying, you know, yeah, you can actually talk to a CEO or the owner of a social media company. When you go talk to another social media company or these big companies, you can't get a hold of anyone. <laughs> um, so we do read all of our emails and within the app, you can go to settings and you can report a problem or feedback Oh, and uh, we'll, we'll listen to it because, look, again, uh, this isn't for us. This is for everyone who enjoys wine. This is what we try to, this is your community. So we want to know what you want to see on this app. One of the things, Jeff, that Kim and I always talk about on the show is to, for people to learn their wine profile, what they like, and then to follow publications or apps where they're seeing things that they like that matches a profile. And you had mentioned right away when you set up an account or profile on your app, it asks you what your profile is. So you then finding people who will have your profile and the chances are you're going to find a lot of wines that'll hit exactly what you like by following people like that match your profile. And I think that is a great feature for the app. Thank you. It is. And I hope then also in, in the opposite direction, that app introduces you to completely new wines. Because as we know, there are so many wine varietals out there. And what we purposely made sure is so in every wine app, and I'm sure you've downloaded many too, they do ask you kind of what wine do you like? And they try to make it fun where they ask you, you know, what chocolate or what are you eating? What are you drinking? And then you get the generic response, like 10 varietal. In our wine uh, palette wizard, we have over a hundred varietals in there. So you're going to find wines that you might like your palate that are from Eastern Europe, Baja, Mexico. So you you never know what you find on our app. And so that's why we say, you know, we're not just there to sell you wine and the, the big varietals. We're there for you to discover wine. Can you give examples, Jeff, of how you feel the app has helped a wine enthusiast and how it also has helped a professional that is on it or a business that is on it that you've noticed uh, so far? Sure. I mean, I will be honest with you, we're, you know, minimal of users, but where we can see some businesses and talk to some businesses, especially with wineries, um, if they have extra inventory, they um, usually then sell it to, you know, a third party where then, you know, you get those wine texts or those wine auctions where it's like, okay, here's this wine. Usually it is $75. And now it's discount, we got it. And now it's discounted to you for $30. So where we've talked to wineries, and they feel it's great, because again, they can sell directly to that person, and you know, not sell it at a very high discount, and then obtain that member or hopefully obtain that customer uh, for the long run. And where the users, where the wine enthusiasts come is where I said it's that discovery and where you've mentioned of just other users and talking, you know, hey, there's so many different wines out there and especially the same uh, varietal, you know, uh, every Cabernet or every wine is different. So introducing people to different wines that they might have tried or might not have tried, especially uh, with the wine enthusiasts, we find that there are some expensive buys out there and, you know, people aren't willing to try, but if they trust their friends and you can go on our app and like I said, you can talk to us, someone here who's tasted the wine, then you can feel a little bit better about making a big purchase. I like that integration of partly crowdsourcing of the general public 
and then you have you know you kind of give that little thumbs up to to people who are trained in the wine industry or you know yes. have that background wine knowledge so it's like you have this cohort of professionals that are also involved and also super enthusiastic because so many of right. us are really enthusiastic about recommending wines and you know it doesn't matter that it's not something that we're making a buck on we just really really mm -hmm. like to share our opinions and there's a bottle that we had that we really love you, you can't get us to shut up about what our favorite wines are. Definitely, definitely. And uh, going on that part, you know, wine certifications are very popular nowadays. And so you can talk to someone, okay, I'm doing my certification in Chicago. You're doing it in uh, Los Angeles. Let's talk and yeah. compare wine notes. You grab this wine, I'll grab the same wine. And, you know, we can study together online through the app. Oh, yeah. let's test other people's knowledge. Like I said, let's do a quiz or you can quiz me all through the app instead, uh, instead of a Zoom phone call huh. and incorporate more people and find people like if you're alone studying for your exam, hey, let me go out on the app and see who else might be studying for the exam. Yeah, that's another way of building community. You know, we talk about building community yes. in the wine world and as people study for exams. And I mean, I run a wine school, so we always have that part of it. Like if people are in person versus virtual, how do you still build that community of people if they're not all sitting in the classroom together? And this is a nice alternative, I think. Thank you. Yeah, the app sounds great for someone who's in a tasting group or there's doing some sort of level of certification and they can put out their notes and everybody can share their notes within the group or the class. They can all see uh, what they're tasting. I think that's a, a great feature. Yeah, I hadn't even using. thought of that. Yeah. And you mentioned, uh, Jeff, about the events being on there. Is there going to be something where I can see Kim went to such and such an event and what she tasted at that event or what she was offered at that event or she checked into an event, that type of thing. So I can stock. That Kim, is, uh, at, I was going to yeah. say, really? Just come with me to the event for goodness. Yeah, no, yes. we're getting, you know, the dating thing is all coming back here now. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. I would say that's more for him if she posts on the wall. The wine events page is more for businesses to post about their specific wine events and where to go and what times. It won't be really more a social feature. It will just be more, okay, this is what's happening this week in you know uh, Massachusetts, what wine events are happening and what's going on. Let me go check it out. Then hopefully... That person goes and uh, posts on their wall about it. Great. Well, Jeff, I think uh, hopefully our listeners will go to uh, winelikes.com and download yes. uh, on their phones and play around with it. Uh, they'll find to me, I'm, I'm on it. I'm learning it. I put some wines on it. And I have seen that interaction where people will follow me and asking follow-up questions about the wine. So I think it really starts conversation, which I don't see that on other wine apps. When I post the wine, you might get the thumbs up, but you're not saying, hey, tell me a little <laughs> bit more. You're seeing someone following you because they liked the style of the wine that you posted. So I'm looking forward to uh, using it more. And I hope our listeners jump on it and tell us what they think. Yes. And we hope to see everyone on the app. Well, thank you, Jeff. I look forward to spending a little bit more time on it and uh, brainstorming some ways that uh, other aspects of the industry can use it and hopefully get more of that word about learning about wine and wine education out there in the world. Definitely. Sounds great. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening today to The Wonderful World of Wine. We have been your hosts, Mark Lenzi and Kim Simone. You can find our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. We are supported by Franklin Public Radio, WFPR 102.9 in Franklin, Massachusetts. And today our special guest has been Jeff Gillis of winelikes.com. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, bye.